Hey guys. Welcome to the check-in. Welcome to the check-in. So, before we get into it, like y'all know, we gotta tell y'all a few things. Yeah. First of all, we grown. Grown. So, we might say some cuss words or whatever, and if you listen and you don't like cuss words, just pretend you didn't hear it. Yeah, just don't listen to them. Boom. Boom. Also, we are not mental health professionals. We're not. We are just two people that went to therapy, and sometimes we listen to our therapist. So, yep, sometimes. if you are ever in a moment where you feel extremely overwhelmed, yes. or you're having a mental health crisis, please text the number 741-741. Text them home, and a crisis counselor will reach out to you and help you out and check in on Absolutely. you and boom, all the things. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. You ready to get into this content? I'm ready to get into this content. Boom, here we go. Boom. Welcome to the check-in. Was that not five seconds? I don't know, but like you keep saying welcome. Like we don't have a whole intro. I don't understand why you be doing I like it. saying hi to people, okay? Our intro says hi. Okay, I like saying hi times two. Hi to the second degree. Hello. Hi. Okay, so today... <laughs> We're talking about empathy. Yes, uh, empathy. So this is our Empathy 101 mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. So I'll start. Yeah, our fellow empath. How you doing? <laughs> oh, that laugh. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, this podcast gives me gas. Okay, so. What? <laughs> empathy. Yes. Is defined as understanding another person's experience mm-hmm. as if you were them. Yes. And that sounds like a great thing to have. Right. But like most people don't know this because I didn't know this until yesterday. Mm -hmm. There are three types of empathy. Oh, what are the three types of empathy? We gonna go through. (laughs) We gonna go through. Okay, so (laughs) first one is cognitive empathy. Okay. This is seeing someone else's perspective. So. Me. Sorry. Do you not like to see other people's? depending on the person it's like oh i don't want to see 45's perspective on things because he's he is that's kind of rude maybe if you want to cancel us do it now please (laughs) it's just gonna get worse from here i don't want to be canceled don't cancel me (laughs) it's gonna get worse (laughs) like and subscribe (laughs) uh but this cognitive empathy is something that's probably a really good thing to have at work okay so if you have customers that you deal with on the regular basis even mm-hmm. if you know i'm in the it world yeah troubleshooting tickets you want to see where the person's coming from mm-hmm. because nine out of ten whatever information they put in their ticket was not enough and it's probably mm-hmm. stupid <laughs> so using your cognitive empathy to understand their perspective that will actually help you you know ask the right questions to mm-hmm. actually get to what their issue is so you can solve it and then not have to talk to them ever again mm-hmm. um okay. But this is pretty much in the sphere of just thought empathy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, see, I... There's only one empathetic thing that applies to me, and um, it's pretty sad. So this whole cognitive, spatial, um, horizontal, vertical empathy... (laughs) It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do that yes you do yes you do you do i don't understand why you up here lying to these people i'm not lying i just because i just i'm not fully lying 
I'm halfly lying. I'm I'm partially withholding truths. That's it. That's gonna lie. But okay, okay. So cognitive uh, empathy. Are you good at that? Is that your thing? Do you know? Oh, no. I'm going to tell y'all what mine is. <laughs> it's not this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have trouble seeing somebody else's perspective because I think if it's dumb, I'm just like, you dumb. That's the thing. Like, you if dumb. it's stupid, it's just like, I can't. But you can't, like, I mean, we, we are, but you're not really supposed to be like, mm, your perspective is stupid. Like, that's just rude. It can be stupid. It can. But to that person, it's smart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would They think they're doing all the right things and you're just being rude. Okay, fine. Benefit of the doubt, devil's advocate, whatever the hell that thing is called, sure. I'll give you that. However, take 45 for instance. Like he has a perspective. He does, and everybody has a right to their wrong opinion, and it's okay to tell them to their face that they're stupid. So you're, is it okay to tell them to their face they're stupid? Behind their back? Is that better? I think there are other ways you can say... Tell their hey. mom. So <laughs> cognitive empathy is not one of your gifts. And, no, no, um, not at all, no. Because this is like a mediator, negotiator. Like, no. I can see where you're coming from so that I can bridge the gap of communication so we can arrive at the same point. Mm, yeah no either you're wrong and i'm right which is common or i'm wrong and you're right throw the whole small twin hi. away hi this me. why are you being so aggressive today i don't know are you okay yeah. did you eat no okay all right that's it all right moving on <laughs> <laughs> the second type of empathy near and dear to my heart mm-hmm is emotional empathy. Oh, explain what that is. That's pretty much the traditional definition or understanding of this word. Yeah, um, like feeling their feels. Yep. Feeling exactly what they're feeling. Putting mm. yourself in their shoes. Mm. And that is something that I have a problem with. Why? Why do you have a problem with that? Because I do it way too much <laughs> and it ends up overwhelming me. Okay. Like, I get overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, mm. like somebody could be like, oh my son got cancer and i'll be like oh my gosh mm. what if i had a son what if my son got cancer oh, what would i do whoa. how do i help this person because in my brain i can only help that person if i know exactly how they're feeling so then i put myself in the very imaginary imaginary creative state i put myself in their shoes i'm like i am Batman. mother of cancer child what am i doing crying cool let me do that first all right wondering if god is real now okay yeah and i'm going through all these like freaking mental hurdles and stuff that doesn't have anything to do with me and then i'm like i'm depressed <laughs> why because you're pretending that you have a child with cancer and it's not your life i need you to, to back the hell up oh my gosh how often do you do that is that with every interaction like just all across the board work relationship family yep Okay. That. I try not to, but I cannot help it. <laughs> Even if it's something silly. I'm just like, man, if I put my foot in my shoe and there was a rock in it, I would be really upset. What if it cut my sock and it's my favorite sock and now I can't get another pair of those socks because they were special socks from Hot Topic in 2008 and now I'm sad. 
okay so you go down a mental rabbit hole i create a whole world that of is, this sadness that is and i embrace it i lay there i take vacation there i get the t-shirt i bring it back i bring snow globes from it keychains <laughs> and i'm like look i understand you now okay okay but i mean that that sparks creativity you know that you are creative so it makes sense that you're very emotional emotionally empathetic to your surroundings it sucks though it yeah it sounds exhausting it is but <laughs> <laughs> that was i mean we already talked about this when my silly self was like oh my gosh guess what friend my therapist told me i'm an empath and you're like wow welcome oh, that's to- crazy she <laughs> told you things that everybody knows <laughs> Because you, your ass would literally be sad about some stuff that has nothing to do with you. I'd be like, why are you so overwhelmed? Because I'm thinking about, okay, turn your brain off. I can't. I can't do it. Okay. But, um. It's okay. But yeah, my therapist told me this and now I've been able to like check myself at the door. Okay. When I start like somebody's telling me their sad story about how their great aunt died and nobody called them to check on them to see if they were doing okay, but everybody mm. expected her to plan the funeral and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, what if No, no, no. We just we just stop right here. Just stop right here. Go. I'm sorry to hear that. So how do you stop? Like how do you like detach yourself from what's being told to you it's hard i have to like while they're talking mm-hmm. in my brain i have to go sympathize don't empathize mm-hmm. sympathize don't empathize sympathize don't empathize mm-hmm. wow. um and that will kind of keep me from creating this world of sorrow mm-hmm. so that i'm not sad because of a situation that has nothing to do with me my goodness gracious yeah it's a lot that is a lot that's a fantastic world see i again i can't relate i just don't do that but the next thing you're going to talk about i i do i definitely do i know i do i am just a bowl of melted ice cream yeah i put you down as the example (laughs) okay um (laughs) empathy type number three this is compassionate empathy this is feeling someone's pain and taking action to help yeah i am a chronic save the worlder i am the president mayor captain lieutenant governor of save a ho city yes um whenever you have a problem i am typically that person that wants to help um that is a trauma response we can talk about that in a different episode (laughs) but you know that comes from a very dark place so um which is interesting because really that's the ideal type of empathy to have yeah it's but it's you 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 can do too much with it i think the problem with empathy no matter which one you have is like too much of it can burn you out oh absolutely so there are definitely some pitfalls to every single one of these yeah um but you know there are some really really great things about them too so understanding like which one you usually fall into mm-hmm. and then reading up on that type so you mm-hmm. can go oh okay i do that and that's yeah. cool like 
I build great bonds with people. Emotional empathy, you're like really, really able to go like, oh my gosh, like I know what you're going through. I feel your mm-hmm. pain. Like I get it. Like I'm here with you. We in it together, mm-hmm. even though you're not. Um, that's the part that you gotta remember because I'd be like trying to solve problems like they mind problems and they not. Yeah. But yeah, um, I was able to make really, really great relationships with people. I in that sense. <laughs> I've definitely, like, I've had to check myself um, in terms of, like, my expectations of people Mm -hmm. because not everybody is, like, a compassionate empath, Mm -hmm. you know? So I can't expect the same type of Captain Sabaho treatment from somebody else that I might give to them, and I have to just keep that perspective in the back of my mind. I'm just like, am I doing too much? Like, is this going to exert way more energy than I actually have? that I would exert for myself. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I be wanting to help people more than I want to help myself. And it is so you sure do like it, those memes that be like <laughs> me when I'm helping other people's problems. And this is like a scientist. And then me, when I'm trying to solve my own problems, it's like that picture that they be like trying to calculate shit. Or it, when the two clowns is the Joker and Pennywise, they're yeah. on the steps. Yeah. And it's like me giving my friends advice. When I don't know what to do with my own life. When I don't know what to do with my own life. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. Help me. I can empathize with what you're feeling. Oh, no. I, I can create that world if you want me to. <laughs> we could suffer together. No. Don't come to my world. <laughs> That's all I know how to do. Oh, no. But you gotta, you gotta, like, okay, so self-preservation, you have to just talk to yourself about sympathizing and not empathizing is there anything else that you do like when you've slipped into that like overly emotional empathizing role how can you crawl yourself out of that that's a good question so in the moment like I said doing the active brain check to go hey Mm -hmm. are you empathizing right now or are you sympathizing you doing too much are you creating a whole universe right now this is not Tiffany universe don't create nothing else you've done (laughs) And I also have to, after the fact, I have to do what my my therapist told me, which I don't really know how to explain this. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just something that I've had to practice doing is leaving those feelings at the door. Mm -hmm. Like once I have that conversation with that person, Mm -hmm. I leave those feelings there in that conversation and I walk away from it. Okay. My therapist was, you know, she told me, she was like, look, do you think that I could empathize with every single person that sits in my chair and go home and be okay like I have to leave my work here Mm -hmm. and you know if that's something that you value in your relationships and your friendships is emotionally empathizing with people okay you can do that but you have to stop that at the end of that conversation Mm -hmm. once you walk away that's it yeah and like I said I I don't really know how to explain how to do that because when my therapist first told me I was like okay yeah cool how you do that um and she was just like you just do it thank you Um, madam I don't for that hundred dollar advice an hour 65 65, okay never mind she she, she was a little budget friendly okay that's nice (laughs) 65 dollar advice an hour (laughs) just do it okay but um I know that if I find myself thinking about the issue again, mm-hmm. um, it's easier for me to kind of just reach out to that person and go, hey, you know, I was thinking about you. How are you doing? Instead mm-hmm. of rolling that tape in my head over and over and over and over and over again. 
Um, uh-huh. So I have to stop that narrative that I'm creating mm-hmm. on my own and allow that other person to finish that narrative. Because sometimes people just have a really crappy day yeah. and they flip out about every little thing. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to them later and they're like, oh, yeah, I was fine. I went oh, to, yeah. you know, Buffalo Wild Wings, got me some wings. And then I hit Starbucks, got my favorite Frappuccino and I'm good now. That's an interesting day. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who does that. There's somebody somewhere. They're like, yep, wings and fraps. <laughs> Tummy. Okay. I mean, cool. What uh, about you, Miss Compassionate? You know, I'm working on it. Like, I, I still don't know how to stop being Captain save Because I literally, like... Actually, I'm doing a lot better. Because there have definitely been moments the past two weeks where I was like, oh... I can solve this problem for this person to make them happy. And then I was like, mm, worry about yourself. Like, <laughs> I really, I really have to just be like, ma'am, why are you helping other people more than you're helping yourself? Like, I, it sounds selfish, but like when you are constantly the person that gives and gives and gives, mm-hmm. you do like forget about yourself. And yeah. I feel like for a long time, I've just forgotten to take care of myself and I've been putting others before me. And so I think recently, maybe like, I, I still have some downfalls, but I try. I'm mm-hmm. trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely trying. I can improve, but it's just like, I have to check myself. Like in the back of my mind, I'm just like, is this something that you would do for yourself? The answer is no. Okay, then why are you doing it for somebody else? Relax. And <laughs> even finding people like that are worth that compassion and will actually take the take the help that you're trying to give them. Mm-hmm. Because there, I've definitely run into folks that were very, very sweet and very nice to yeah. me, and I got like emotionally, empathetically attached. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like do this, do that, like mm-hmm. you know, you got to take care of yourself. Blah blah blah. And these people never listen to any of that. Yeah. So it was just like, it was a constant, um, waste of like time. dark hole of, <laughs> that's a better word, emotion mm-hmm. that I was putting towards this person where mm-hmm. I was getting wrapped up and I was getting sad because yeah. their day to day life was so difficult, but they wouldn't take any responsibility to alleviate some of those consequences yeah. in, in areas where they could do so. Mm-hmm. Like there's some things where it's like, okay, you can't control whether you get, you know, fire from your job. You can't control whether a pandemic hits and closes mm-hmm. down your business. Like yeah. you, these are things you can't do anything about, but having people in your life that don't respect you and you continue to do stuff for them, you can, you can do something yeah. about that. Yeah. You know, having an issue where, you know, you want to say get healthier or whatever mm-hmm. you can control having, you know, non-healthy or healthy food in your house like there are some things that are (laughs) there are some (laughs) things that are within your control yeah to do Mm -hmm. and so I had to start evaluating people in the sense that like am I ever going to stop being emotionally empathetic to people no that's just me that's Mm -hmm. who who I am as a person Mm -hmm. but I can definitely pick and choose those people that I want to allow in my life because I know that I'm going to get attached Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to get attached to people who are not going to, I don't want to say mm. listen to my advice because that sounds like really pompous, but mm. people who are going to, you know, listen and go, you know what? I do have control of this yeah. situation. I will do something that makes my life better and mm-hmm. easier. Hmm. But some people just really like to complain. They like the pity attention. They like the drama. They like, yeah, they like yeah. feeling, you know, having people feel sorry for them. And so those are people that I know I can't 
put yeah. myself around because it's it's going to be a cycle for me that I can't get out of. And that's why the cognitive empathy is very difficult for me to understand because I'm just like, if you being if you want some dumb shit, like I really I can't I can't meet you there. I can't middle ground that with you. You're being dumb. You can. <laughs> you just don't want to. It's not an issue of can't. It's an issue of what. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Words mean things. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you that. I don't want to meet persons at their dumb places. It's just it's just <laughs> their perspective. Yeah. And I think that cognitive is definitely like I I look at the definitions of this and I think workplace. And mm-hmm. that's really where that shines is being able to see where other people are coming from. You're in a you know meeting and everybody's trying to solve a problem. Yeah. You can listen to everybody who has a stake in that problem go, oh, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Your idea is stupid, but I get what you're coming from. <laughs> and um, that gives you kind of that superpower to collect all these perspectives and find out what, <laughs> and find out what, um, what solution will actually work for everybody. Cause some people yeah. in the workplace, they have a really difficult time seeing another person's perspective yes. or they don't care. And yeah. it's like you, anywhere you work, you're a part of a team. You're part of a collective. You mm. have to be able to understand where other people are coming from, especially if you're customer facing. Lord, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I know. I know. That's me. I understand it. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. I'll be looking at people like, please, why don't you get what I'm saying to you? Because I really try to explain I, this as simply as possible. You still have an issue. So back in the day, my retail life, you know, selling tea, flipping them tea leaves. Um, <laughs> the first time I got into it with a customer, it was just the strangest. I was literally just like, what is wrong with this woman? Like, why can't she understand what I'm saying? Like, I, for a moment, a moment, I was like, Am I saying the wrong things to confuse her? Like, why is she? She was getting really frustrated with me because it was like a bundle deal that we sold. And I was explaining to her, I was like, you're getting this and you're getting that. We can bundle it and take $5 off. And she's like, well, I don't want that. And I was like, but you're getting it anyway. Like, you're getting it separately. And I'm telling you, you're not listening to me. I don't want that big old jar of sugar. (laughs) Okay, we can put it in a bag. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. So I really, I had a moment where I like, I tried. I really tried. Yeah, nice, because I'd have been like, okay, not, and I would have put that in my bag. But no, then I then I was just like, no, she's stupid. Like, she's, <laughs> she's I feel like you shit. have a problem with stupid people. Okay, yes, that's a yes. Yeah, but. Resounding yes. Okay stupid is you know rude no oh yeah it's rude being stupid is very rude um i feel like if you want to be dumb be dumb on your time and not somebody else's time dumb people don't know whose time they're being dumb on they're dumb (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like they're the source of the problem (laughs) no we have to have the people who can bridge the gap of the dumb people like like my one of my bosses he is really 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 gifted technically Mm mm-hmm Actually, two people that I work with. One's not a boss, but he's a lead. Mm -hmm. Very, very gifted technical knowledge, Mm -hmm. but also has the ability to explain 
very complex things to people who are not technical and they get it hmm. phenomenal like i'm okay. always so impressed because they can make something super super technically complicated sound like abcs okay and then the customer's like oh yeah i want that here we hear it and i'm like wow i can't do that because just like that I, yep <laughs> <laughs> because if i tell you you need abc to get one two three i don't understand so A is to one, as B is to two, as C is to three. If you want all of those, you need to give all those. I don't get it. Cognitive. Cognitive empathy. Come on. So do you need something? Let's start there. Do you need something? Okay. Okay. All right. So 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 if you want us to do something, you gotta give us the thing to do. You we good? And I get frustrated, like, really quickly. Because I start copying and pasting the stuff that I previously said. Yes, you and certainly do. <laughs> you, you, you are a per my last email person. <laughs> and I will attach the email. Mm-hmm. And be like, please see the attached. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do about that. Come on, bridge the gap. I can't help you understand it. You can't bridge that gap? No! <laughs> That's not your gift. I told you, emotional empathy. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm like, you sad? You had a bad day? Those are the customers that be like, you know, I really tried and my my leadership is mad at me and I really need this done. And I'll be like, you know what? Let me talk to my leadership and see what I can do. You have to have an immense amount of patience, like to be a cognitive empath. And there's only like, there's, I'm not saying it's rare, but a lot of people just don't have that patience, especially now <laughs> during a pandemic. Like, <laughs> like cognitive empathy, I think of my brother. Because he really will listen to your whole story and your be like, brother. Yeah, I, Sorry. Can you turn around? Thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> he really will listen to a whole story and be like, mm-hmm, Yeah, okay. So, why do you think blah, blah, blah? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And then at the end, he'll be like, I disagree, but I get what you're saying. Wow. I can't do that. I'll the be patience. like, I don't get what you're saying, and it's stupid, and I'm telling you the right way to do this. Oh, you don't want to do it that way? Well, you can go away now. Okay. I thank you for your time and your patience. It's been fun. Um, that was a good chat. If you have an issue, please forward Let's it to my leadership. have it again. I do not care I about your feelings. I don't like you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I only have like three, like I have three chances mm-hmm. for me to try to help both of us understand what's happening. And once <laughs> that third chance is gone, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Oh I'm my upset. God. Did you ever, you, you were kind of in retail for like, but it was like a cool retail job. Oh yeah. Harley. Yeah. So that's different. I'm trying to think like all my customer service experiences. I really just, I was like, all right. I don't know what to tell you here. We got a problem. Clearly, you don't want me to solve it. You can't solve it. So the problem's just going to exist. There <laughs> have been quite a few times at this point in my life that I just go, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my leadership involved. I'm going to CC my boss. Like, I don't get paid enough to argue with one customer because mm-hmm. I have 15 other ones. So if you have a problem, I'm going to go ahead and get my leadership so they can explain it to you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to keep doing my job. And so when they tell you the same thing that I told you and you come back and you're ready to do what I said, then we can move forward. I love those emails. Well, they told me I had to do this. Oh, my gosh. That's what I said. Okay. Um, so you want to fill out box one through six and part two, three, four, and seven.
That's really how you be typing, though. <laughs> so loud and aggressive. Oh my goodness gracious, that is hilarious. Okay, so we don't have enough patience for people, clearly. Um, but we are emotional and compassionate. We- I think you're giving yourself the short stick because, like, you- for compassionate empathy, it, it requires cognitive and emotional. Really? Yes. Should've. It is the balance of the two. I should have Googled. Because you <laughs> you have to see their perspective and where they're coming from to offer them a solution. But you're also seeing from an emotional perspective why, you know, this is paining them and why you feel compelled to take action to help. Hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. You're interesting. I am an interesting creature. I mean... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really trying to think of an instance where I've done mm, men, mm, men. Yep, men. Mm. Got all your answers? Yep, all <laughs> my answers are right there. The patience, the um, the Captain Savaho, men. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Case closed. Oh, God, this is so frustrating. Okay, 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 fine. But then that means that's the worst type of empath. Which one? Compassionate. No, it's the best type. I think it's the worst because you are twice as likely to burn out. Disagree. Really? Yes. Why? Because. Because? Oh, uh, (laughs) because I said so. Okay. Okay. Black mom answer. (laughs) Man, I should have been a mom. Okay, so (laughs) I think because you're able to, I guess the burnout is is different. Because it's hard because I'm really just an emotional empath. So Mm -hmm. like that emotional burnout for me hits harder yeah than the burning i would get from trying to help somebody mm. so i guess it just depends on what your proclivities are um Ugh. i'm disgusted with myself because some people feel like <laughs> and i think you're one of those people who feels good helping other people i do so it does give you a bit of energy yeah um being emotional empath don't give me sugar (laughs) no like i just be like i'm tired now i need a nap i've been crying like i don't feel any burst of energy or extra like i don't feel better knowing how somebody else's feels like Mm -hmm. there's just a smidge of me going like okay now i know that they're not alone in their feelings Mm -hmm. but it doesn't help me Mm, yeah i do get fulfillment in helping people like the only time that you know the emotional empathy really kicks in and it's great is when somebody's experiencing something very happy, but mm. people don't always share that with you. The first thing people yeah. normally will share is, you know, how they're feeling bad or if they're sad mm. or if they're going through grief and things like that. But people are happy and excited. Yeah. I can ride that wave. That's cool. But I just don't get that wave <laughs> often. Huh? So you need like just to flood yourself with positivity that's why i think being around positive people really helps boost your mood yeah Yeah. because i i catch that wave yeah if you're around a bunch of melancholy like debbie downers yeah we all gonna cry together we all gonna cry together a whole lot of gang shit Mm -hmm. 
But like when you got, uh, when you told me you had gotten your offer letter. Yeah. Bro, I was crying. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> she's been working so hard and she finally got, like, I was really excited. Yeah. So like, those are the good moments of having the emotional empathy where it's just like, yay, like I know how I would feel if that mm-hmm. was me. Yeah. I feel great. Oh my God. When you got your interview, this twin almost went to Korea, y'all. Bro. But like, it was just, it was such the weirdest emotion I experienced. I was like, happy. I was ecstatic. Ecstatic? Ecstatic. I was ecstatic. There was like a small portion that was like, man, I'm going to really miss my twin. But I was like, bro, she's leaving. She's getting the F out of here. I'm so happy for her. You know, it did. They were some booty nuggets. But, but, you know, like I was just, I was like, go spread your wings. Like Korea, that's yeah as my brother would say spread your wings and fly little beaver wait (laughs) yeah but beavers i said what i said okay he said what he said all right we said what we said (laughs) oh okay but yeah i i I was very much like i was like whoa this is a joy i've never felt before but it's because it's somebody else's joy it's exciting it's kind of nice it's kind of nice yeah See, you got a little bit of both. You got a little bit of both. I'm disgusted with myself. Uh-huh. You didn't think you was an empath. <laughs> I really didn't. I really didn't. <laughs> I'm disgusted. Why do you have to tell me stuff about myself? Welcome to the check-in. Welcome to the check-in. <laughs> where we tell each other about ourselves. Boom. Boom. <laughs> And that's all I have. That's all I have. Um, besides my disgust with myself and um, my confusion with empathy and patience and men. I <laughs> I um I got I got some things to work on, yeah. I really do. Not me. I'm good. I'm doing great. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm joyous. Is that your emotional empathy? Yep. <laughs> Are right, you ready to drag into this next segment? Let's jump into the next segment. All right. Great. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Okay, range. Thank you. So, next week we're going to be talking about sympathy. This week was Empathy 101, so next week is going to be Sympathy 101. Sympathy, 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 remember guys remember life is like a cloudy donuts order with blue vanilla glaze and googly eyes did you eat the other googly eye no i didn't wild trash i didn't eat the googly eyes but you know i admired from afar i ate the one i don't i don't know what them peoples are I just know that <laughs> the donuts don't cause an allergic reaction, so I don't test my luck. 
I guess. It's only one eye. Okay. Anyway, life is like a box of cloudy donuts. It's just full of joy, soft love, and compassion. All the good things in the universe. And it's vegan. Boom. Boom. Happy belated vegan day. Happy belated vegan day. World vegan day. Whatever. Happy national day for veganism. And if y'all in the DMV area, go ahead and slide on down to Baltimore and get yourself some cloudy donuts. Get yourself some cloudy they donuts. Open from ten to three on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Boom. Pre-orders are acceptable. We're not sponsored. Mm-hmm. Not yet. And also, Cineholic. I mean, I feel like I've been neglecting my first love. So. I don't feel nothing. I'm Polly, so I am strictly sticky buns. <laughs> this man, this man. No, that wasn't good. Okay, thanks for joining us. Okay, guys. thanks for joining us. <laughs>